day. A lot of stuff happening. The death of the queen. There's so many parallels and things. We're going to talk about all of that. But first, we need to focus on financial because this is big. Dr. Kirk Elliott and I talked yesterday. And there's a lot of scenarios that can unfold and happen in the world. And so I said, hey, look, you came on yesterday. Can, can you come on tomorrow on the Daily Dose? I really need you. So, Kirk, please help us out in figuring out what is going on in the world, my friend. Well, <laughs> if we could figure out what's going on in the world, we'd be quadzillionaires, right? I mean, it's a mess. It's just chaos. It's insane scenarios that can right un- now. But, yeah, so so here's where... You know, we've got a lot of government figures, a lot of reports that are coming out right now. And so here's where, okay, how do I put it? So there's, everyone's talking about a market correction, a market crash or collapse, right? So, so I want to kind of talk about two different words, crash and collapse. So let's say you're in a car, you're driving down the road and you get in an accident, you crash your car, ambulance shows up, tow truck takes it away. Um, You go to the chiropractor because you're got whiplash right and it's kind of done right that's what happens in a crash in a collapse that's more like the twin towers coming down on mm. island, right all this rubble everywhere and it takes eons to clean that up and then you have to rebuild something so what i'm thinking is happening right now this isn't a crash this is more of a collapse and and what's going to have to change is a change in structure of the whole economy you're going to have to have change in currency, change in taxation, change in legislative action. I mean, all of that, because this isn't just like 2009 correction, um, which did take like eight years to recover from, right? Right. Or 2000 when the tech stock bubble burst. Um, This is a debt bubble. A debt bubble is everything because the whole system is based on debt. The stock market, the bond market, real estate, um, everything, right, Josh? So, So to me, this is, this is, like the the mother of of all corrections right this is this is going to be a collapse in my opinion and so there's things that are leading up to this why why i say that so so number one that i mean there's like 10 things that i want to go over real quick just bullet point right so the government tells us that unemployment rate went up by to 3.7 percent in august okay one one of the guys that I get a lot of my data from and and uh, financial information from is Dr. John Williams at Shadowstats. Mm-hmm. So when you when so let's just say it is unemployment is not three point seven percent. Why? Because the government jacks up the way that they measure it, right? So let's say that you were looking for a job, you're unemployed, and you get so stinking discouraged because you've been looking forever that you just stop. Now, does that mean that you're employed? No, but the government doesn't classify you as unemployed anymore because you you basically voluntarily stopped looking. Right. Well, you add people with disability payments, right? And on disability, they're not working, but they're not counted either. So you had all of these people into unemployment. That puts us at 24% unemployment in, in America right now. That means you walking down the sidewalk, one out of every four people is unemployed. That's not good. You know, so much for the post-COVID, you know, prosperity that Biden was promising, right? It's like people aren't hiring, people aren't working. There's there's no rebound here, right? Not when truly 24% of the people in working age America are not employed right now. So add to that, and I'm going to be doing a lot of add to that, right? right? So half of all the U.S. companies in, in a survey 
said that they're going to be eliminating jobs in the next 12 months. That's not growth. That's not a rebound. That's not a recovery. And and to put it, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond just laying off a bunch of people. Best Buy laying off a bunch of people. Ford laid off three thousand. Um, Elon Musk at Tesla said they're going to lay off ten percent of their workforce. Right? This is not solid. If these CEOs truly thought that the economy was going to be growing and people were going to be buying their stuff, they wouldn't be laying people off. They would be hiring. Right? Mm-hmm. So. So, and you and I have talked about this next one a bunch, um, inflation, core CPI at eight and a half percent. So again, John Williams at Shadow Stats with his algorithm says, well, inflation's actually at 17%. Well, my algorithm from, from the dissertation that I that I worked on, it's like, no, it's a multiplier of 2.8 times that, which puts it around 24.3%. Hmm. So I don't care if it's 17 or 24.3, right? It's definitely not eight and a half percent is what the government tells us. So when you've got that kind of inflation, plus one out of every four people truly unemployed, that's a toxic mix for the economy moving forward, right? So now, what else should we be looking at? Let's look at housing, okay? So so over the last four months, interest rates have gone from quarter basis point increase, half three quarters, three quarters, right? What did the Fed tell us at the end of last year? They said, hey, we're going to have eight to 10 rate increases, you know, this upcoming year in the next 12 months. We've only had four so far. So there's another four to six, but I don't think it stops there. Because last week, one of the uh, Fed presidents, you know, of one of the banks said, we're going to do fight inflation aggressively and we're going to keep raising rates until inflation comes down significantly. That's the quote. Mm-hmm. Well, how can inflation come down significantly if they keep printing money? That right. is the true cause of inflation, right? So by his what he just said, there's really no end potentially to rate increases until inflation goes away. But that's this this battle. It's like this bipolar battle there. They're raising rates to slow down inflation, but they're creating inflation by printing money, right? So who knows when that's going to end? So with these rate increases, the bond market is incredibly sensitive to rates because it's a function of interest rates, the bond market is. So is real estate because nobody pays cash for a house. They they finance them, right? So in, here in Denver, where, where we are, so... Up until about four months ago, if you would have listed a house in Denver, you'd have probably sold it within 24 hours at a price higher than what you were asking. I mean, that was in in Denver, it was $50,000 more than the asking price was the average sale price. And, And that happened generally within 24 to 48 hours after something being listed. Well, now, because of these four rate increases and all these people that are truly unemployed, one out of every five home sellers is now lowering their price. Hmm. That's 20% of every house on the market is lowering their price. So the sales of previously owned houses were 20% less than July of last year. So, so you're starting to see these big overarching trends starting to manifest themselves, which is not shocking to you and I, because we've been talking about these big trends for months now. And now we're starting to see the numbers that are actually coinciding with what we've been talking about. Um, so here's here's another 
big one. And this is this starts to get into the nitty gritty of of families, right? So a recent survey showed that 3.8 million Americans believed that they would be evicted from their homes within the next two months. 3.8 million. So so why would people believe that they're going to be evicted if they're making their payments on time? Oh, they must not be making their payments right. on time. This is why they think they're going to be evicted. So then you take it even one step further, not even a rent or a house payment, right? The National Energy Assistant Directors Association said approximately 20 million households, not people, households are behind on their utility bills. Okay, let's say that there's three people in an average home. That's 60 million people. There's 300 million people in America. One out of every five homes in America is behind on utility bills. <laughs> this is the the cause and effect. When when Biden has stupid policies that cause inflation, that cause people not to work, and now you're you're seeing the the manifestation of those policies in real life, right? This is why when you start to put all of these pieces together, these puzzle pieces, this is why I think we are inching very close to a market collapse, not a correction, not not a crash, but but a collapse. And so who else thinks this? CEOs and, mm -hmm. and executives at companies. Just last month alone, 2,150 executives at companies in America were selling their stock. So if you're an executive at a big company that, that has a stock because it's New York Stock Exchange or NASDAQ stock, right? It, chances are, why do people sell things? Because they need money. These people probably don't need money. Mm -hmm. They're not publicly traded companies. They're selling them because they don't think that the future is good for their share prices and they're getting out of Dodge now. So when you add all of this together, it, it paints a, a nasty picture, but it's what should be expected when you have socialist communist policies running America, right? So so here's where I don't want to leave all of your viewers on tonight's show saying, <laughs> oh my word, Josh, Josh and Kirk are talking about the worst stuff and I, now I want to throw my head in the sand and forget about it all, right? No, here's where things really start to get interesting because Every one of the, these fundamentals that cause these declines, which are unsustainable debt, inflationary pressures, rising taxes, rising interest rates, that causes stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate to come down. But those same fundamentals cause gold and silver to go up. Tangible assets respond very, very well to an inflationary environment. And this is how I can have a smile on my face talking about this, because there's a solution, right? There's there's a way for American families to protect and preserve everything they've worked their whole life to accumulate from these horrible list of things that are right. happening that I think are are the precursors to a market collapse that we don't have to participate in. If you're in gold or silver, your, your portfolio should shine and it should thrive. And this is how you can have a smile on your face because it's like, it's like the get out of the system investment, right? It, it's just an amazing opportunity right now for people to take advantage of, of, in particular, the silver market, because the silver market in any in any bull market, here, here's how it goes. You have two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, right? Nothing goes straight up. Nothing goes straight down. We just finished one of those one step back periods. 
from a technical perspective, a chartist is looking at the price of silver and basically foaming at the mouth saying, oh, my word, we have to buy silver. Because at the $18 threshold, that's a support level. It hit that, and it intends to bounce up like a trampoline. We hit that three days ago. Mm -hmm. So, and now it's up, right? It's It got down to 1760. It's already up to 1850 in just three days. Silver is starting to have that nice rebound push up. And man, we can take advantage of these markets and have a smile on our face, even though everything that I just said is horrible for American families and my heart breaks for them because people are even having a hard time buying food, right? Um, one, one of the larger companies in America has has a policy where they, they actually lend out money for, for people to buy food. Yep. What? And, and that number of people taking short-term loans to buy groceries has doubled within the last 30 days. Yep. This is a sick... It's up 95% for the year. Yeah. I mean, just to buy groceries. Mm hmm. Um, we got the shit storms coming. Mm hmm. Michael Berry, the, uh, you know, the guy, the big short, the, the one who shorted the, uh, the subprime mortgages back in 2008. Two months ago, he sold off his entire portfolio. His entire portfolio for his investment firm, except for one stock, and it just happened to be private prisons in Florida. Uh, I, I don't know about that investment, but he sold off his entire portfolio, all blue chips. Why, why is China selling off massive global debt? Why are the BRICS nations stocking up on precious metals, gold and silver, and backing their currencies off of it? We have the implementation of 140067. We have ISO 222, November 22nd, December 13th. We have the Federal Reserve talking about CBDCs. They are going to make the transition, and it's going to be a hard transition, which means that regular people are going to get screwed. They are. I mean, because not many people are waking up when I talk to clients every single day that are just gripped with fear. I mean, they're not my client. My clients are not gripped with fear, but the people who are calling in saying, what do we do? They're gripped with fear. And, and after we map out a strategy for success, go into precious metals, get out of the things that are coming down, go into the things that are going up, th that financial anxiety starts to melt off mm -hmm. them, right? You can start to hear a smile on their face. And this is What's really amazing because there are options, there are solutions, but but most of America still is listening to their traditional advisors that say, hey, when stocks stink, you go into bonds, and when bonds stink, you go into stocks. Buy and hold for the long term. These, these things that I'm saying, you've heard this if you've talked to your advisor lately. I know that you have because every one of my people that are calling in are saying, well, my my advisor said buy and hold. You know, this this is a temporary blip and it always goes up. The stock market always goes up. Just hang tight. It's different this time. Why, why are the advisors saying that too? Because they earn a commission off of every single mutual fund that you stay in. Yeah. <laughs> That's a big part of it. Is their income is dependent upon your cash. They don't want them to investment. do anything other nope. than yeah. Yep. It's um well, shit. So I got to go out and buy some silver now. So I got, so we have this website that redirected Dr. Kirk Elliott's website. If you guys are looking at it, it's getgoldtoday.com. It's really easy. I should, I think I bought get silver, get silver today too.com. I'm pretty sure I got that one. But getgoldtoday.com, that's where you go if you want to get a hold of Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team. When you go to this website, it's, it's pretty easy. Listen, I mean, I'm going to make this really easy for you guys. If you just want to talk to somebody, 
if you got a 401k, non-managed or even managed, or you got a 401k loan, whatever it is, or you got an IRA, or you want to open an IRA, or you just got a bunch of cash laying around, because I know a lot of people have contacted me with all of those scenarios. All I recommend is just go on over here, getgoldtoday.com. You scroll down to the bottom, and you're going to see this phone number. You can jot it down even now. It's 720-605-3900. You can leave a voicemail. You can talk to one of Kirk's team members. But what they're going to do is they're going to give you kind of just an idea of what you can do, of what you will qualify for, or what is happening financially. They're not going to pressure you. They're not going to bully you. They're not going to call you a thousand times a day. I promise you they don't call you a thousand times a day. But what they're going to do is they're going to help you if you want the help. Dr. Kirk Elliott, I'm telling you, this is the man of the hour. This is what you guys want to do. Getgoldtoday.com. Check them out. If you guys have any questions before you want to get over the Dr. Kirk Elliott, maybe you're hesitant or something, DM me on the socialredpill.com. Go on to the socialredpill.com, sign up, go to that DM, find me, and say, Josh, you know, this is my concern. And, and I, I will help you out and give you all the advice I can give you to get you over to Dr. Kirk Elliott because that's who I send everybody to, even my mother. Okay? So, <laughs> Kirk, I appreciate it, man. You bet, brother. It was awesome being with you. I can't wait for our next show because the news doesn't stop. So, therefore, we can't either. Agreed, agreed. Guys, we'll be back in just one minute with more of the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose. Kirk, thank you so much, my friend. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye. Someday I'm going to make a mine. Oh, yeah. Someday I'm going to make a mine. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Two. A majesty's... <clears throat> Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she doesn't have a lot to say. Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, but she changes from day to day. I wanna tell her that I love her a lot, but I gotta get a belly full of wine. Her Majesty's a pretty nice girl, someday I'm gonna make a mine. Oh yeah, someday I'm gonna make a mine. coming back we're coming back i'm not gonna let that play too much i want to jump into what is happening in the world we don't have much time but i wanted to do the transition from her majesty to war pigs because war pigs war drums this is what we're talking about her majesty was an absolute fucking war criminal and nobody really wants to discuss that uh, what they've done throughout the world whether it's africa the falcons or whatnot they're absolute war criminals and i have some so let's let's jump up with kind of the update, okay? We're going to get into the news. We're going to get into the queen. We're going to get into the Q in the queen. We're going to get into Donald Trump Q in the queen and the king and what all this kind of means, right? But I also, before that happens, firstly, tonight, after dark chat, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, you can find that on socialredpill.com. Socialredpill.com, after dark chat, that's with myself, uh, live Q&A for about an hour. Uh, that is at 9 p.m., rescheduled from Tuesday. Okay, tomorrow... I want everybody to put this down on their calendars. Tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Conversations on the fringe. 
You're not going to want to miss this episode. It'll be myself and David Whitehead, DW Truth Warrior, talking about occult royal families, occultism and royal families, okay? We're going to be talking about the queen. We're going to be talking about the monarch. We're going to be talking about the rituals. We're going to be talking about the druids. We're going to be talking about their various different ceremonies, okay? That's tomorrow, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. David Whitehead, uh, David Whitehead and myself, and we're going to be discussing that. We might even discuss, uh, we, we talked about doing a decoding of uh, Jupiter Ascending and the, the esoteric and occult symbology within that. And it actually might be a good transition and, and comparison there. So please, if, if you guys are into understanding who the royal family are, why they are, what they do, what they've been doing, royal bloodlines, the whole history of them, how, how various different secret societies have rose up around them, um, what is the significance of these secret societies, how they operate in modern day in today's world, that's tomorrow. You want to check this out. Because I know someone messaged me and they're like, dude, I want to I hear about all this. And I'm like, well, we'll get it. We'll get it for you. I promise. Okay. First thing I want to start with, Okay. Because this shit is getting incredibly creepy when you talk about Q. Now, I, I know we got a lot of trolls out there. People are going on my, um, on my Rumble and my Telegram. Oh, this Q nonsense. It's just a psyop. Listen, dude. It was a psychological warfare operation. It was a psychological warfare operation directed towards a Christian ideology to wake the people the fuck up. It was... Utilize the same techniques and so forth to wake people up. It forms as a secondary, uh, secondarily, it forms as a proxy board of communication, as well as if you understand future proves the past, this makes more sense than ever right now. I, I, I can't even begin to tell you, if you don't believe in coincidences, I can't even begin to tell you the amount since Late June to current day, between Donald Trump, Scavino, between everything that's been happening about significances of events, okay, all lining up with the keyboards. And that makes you think, like, were they fucking time travelers or something? <laughs> like, I, I've been one to say, no, it's not an AI, it's not a time traveler. Now, you know what? I look at it in the sense of quantum computing, that potentially what we're talking about here is um, some type of technology that's being utilized, right? Like a quantum computer doing you know, uh, predictive analytics is where you take in all this information pertaining to world events, you put it into a quantum computer, it goes out there and it spits out, these are the probable events that can potentially happen. And if you know people's habits, if you know their playbook, you can plug that in, you can come up with specificities. And I think that's really what we're seeing. But the Department of Defense did this the other day. Look at this. This is the Department of Defense, 8 a.m. on September 6, 2022. Through the looking glass. And it's interesting, too, because they're looking through the big eyes. This is a big eye on the side of a ship. And part of the light is darkened right there. So you got dark the light. Um, I, I noticed that, which I found was interesting. So I went and I got post 800 because it was at 8 a.m. that they posted it. And Q just says, coincidence? I, I, come on. Come on. Now, that only makes sense if you know what has been unraveling the last few days. Um, these are probably nowhere near in order. So for those that don't know, 
the Queen of England, Queen Elizabeth II, has passed, has passed away. Now, today is September 8th, 2022. If my mom is out there, happy birthday, mom. Love you very, very much. Um, I wished her a happy birthday earlier. But first things first. Trump posted a few different posts today, right? This one right here, perverts and lowlifes, President Yair Bolsonaro, okay? The time difference, the delta between these two posts, which I, I only say this because there's a misspelling here. Paul Ryan is misspelled. So that's telling you to like kind of pay attention. It, misspellings matter, right? So this is telling you to pay attention. The time difference between these two posts is 17 minutes, right? The time difference between these two posts is 17 minutes. The date, 9 plus 8, is 17, okay? And then we have the queen. Queen passes away. Now, we go out there and we look at various Q posts. We find this one is the most probably the most significant. This is 4281. How about a nice game of chess? Objective and checkmate the king. Do you attack the king at the beginning of the game? Do you attack and remove pawns first? Do you attack and remove bishops, rooks, knights next? Do you attack and remove queen mid to end? This is important here because in chess, all right, in chess, the removal of the queen from the board is known as endgame. Just remember that. It's known as endgame. Okay. So, I don't know where I was going with this. I think we got a whole bunch of different stuff that's all over the place here. But if you didn't notice, this is one thing I want to show you. Saturday, October 28, 2017 was the date of the first Q post. Today's date is September 8, 2022. That's 1,776 days. Now, who did the United States get their freedom from? We got it from Great Britain in the year... 1776. Today, the queen died, who has been trying to infiltrate the United States of America for a very long time and take it back under colonial control. She dies 1,776 days after the first Q post. Just like on the Q boards, Q posted 1,700 days after the first Q post. <laughs> like, just you can't make this stuff up. And how about this? This is where. That's not what I'm looking for. 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 So we can can just go to this one. Donald Trump put out a new campaign video in his text messaging today. In his 80223 or whatever it is. And this was the video. This is a screenshot of the video. What do you notice behind his left shoulder? I found that incredibly odd because this came out well before the Queen information was out there. That's Melania, the Queen. And DJT. Okay. Now, this is where it gets interesting. Today is September 8, 2017. This is post 2120. September 8, 2018, a four year delta. Now, what, when you hear the term 1776, what does that typically represent to you? Freedom. Freedom. Look at that. I, I mean, just the fact that we have 1776, 1,776 days after the queen dies, right? And then, boom, on that same Delta day, we get this freedom flag. That, to me, is absolutely mind-blowing. 
But I'm not the only only Oster that Anon that did this, okay? Listen to what Wyatt says here. Queen Elizabeth dead 1,776 days after the first Q post. 9-8 is today's date, is also 17. Prince Philip died April 9th, 2021, and his funeral was Saturday, April 17th. 517 days between his death and the Queen. He goes, I'm officially waiting to be announced the 10th day for the Queen's funeral will in fact be the 17th. I can check right now because it is going to be not the 17th. Uh, well, the final day, the 10th day is the 11th, but the official funeral is going to be the 17th. Elizabeth died on the 8th. Philip died on the 9th. Think about this. Elizabeth, Elizabeth died on the 8th. Philip died on the 9th. 8, 9 is 17 again. The, the fact that that adds up like that is just astronomically mind-fucking-blowing. But there's more. But there's more. Okay. You notice I had like some uh, Trump stuff in here, right? Okay. This is 1641. Okay. Now, post 1641. So look at the time. That's my my mountain time. So you have to add two hours onto this. So he posted this at 1641. Now, when you're looking at these timestamps, they can mean 1641 or 441, right? Depending on if you're going military time or non-military time. Okay, so I want you to check this out, 441. So we're not going to 1641, we're going to 441. This says future news will unlock the message, missing eye confirmed. Now this plagued me all day. I I couldn't like, I'm like sitting here trying to wrap my head around this. Like, does this have meaning, you know, meaning at all? Is there any meaning to this? And the picture that I'm looking for is not here, so i got to pull it up. (laughs) Hold on one second. Uh, But the picture I'm looking for that actually pertains to this is not here, so I have to go pick, uh, I have to go pull it up real quick. But just remember that point right there, okay? Missing eye. Missing eye, okay? Now, this, this post came out after, where are we at? Okay. This post that we're talking about right here, okay? So now the FBI and Biden Department of Justice leakers are going to spend millions of dollars, vast amounts of time and energy. This came out after the queen died, okay? And it goes to this one. Future news will unlock more of this message. Missing eye confirmed. This got me until I remembered something. And in a group text that I'm in, they sent me that. What is the queen missing? Oh my God. <laughs> so this is an old post by whoever the Q is on True Social. They posted this card, the queen, right? And I'm sitting there looking at this thing all day. And I see this post, right? I see this post right here. Future News will lock more of this message. Timestamp 441, missing eye confirmed, boom. Missing eye confirmed, the death of the queen. The queen is the head, right? So this is what you also got to think about. Missing eye confirmed, right? Missing eye confirmed. Uh, MI6. Has anybody seen the symbol for MI6? Or, no, no, it's not MI6. It's, uh, yep, there it is. Crown Intelligence, right? 
Crown Intelligence right there. Crown Intelligence. The eye at the top is the queen. Missing the eye. The queen. <laughs> Just, you can't make this shit up. Donald Trump time stop, four, four, time stamp 441 right there. Goes to this missing eye confirmed. Missing eye confirmed. That's right. The head of British intelligence, the queen, the missing eye. Boom. Right there. So if you're sitting out there like, this is all just coincidence, man. Dude, I'm telling you, this is not coincidence. This is absolutely mind-boggling. The fact that many years into the future, this shit all fits like a glove to future events. Right? So Sonia sent this to me, and I wanted to point this one out. If you actually go to the cue boards, okay, post 758. Now, this is interesting because it's 1,776 days since the first cue post to today, right? Today is September 8th. Look at this cue post, 758. September 7th, 1776. The day before anniversary. The day before What's important about that date? On this day in history, September 7th, 1776, the American turtle attacks the HMS Eagle. (laughs) On this day in history, September 7th, 1776, the American turtle, a submarine, attacks the HMS Eagle in the first naval attack ever made in a submarine. The turtle, the so-called American turtle, was designed by David Bushnell in Westbrook, Connecticut, 1775, while a student at Yale. Bushnell studied underwater explosives. Bushnell's submersible was recommended to General George Washington, the Connecticut General Trumbull. And what they did is they basically landed it with a small amount of explosives into the British ship. The turtle was brought to the Long Island Sound in the fall of 1776 for the final testing with the volunteer operations after Long, West, uh, Long Island was taken over by the British, the turtle was transported overland through Connecticut to New York Harbor, which is still in the American hands. General Washington gave permission for the turtle's first mission on September 6. Sergeant Ezra Lee left at 11 p.m. that night and pedaled for two hours towards British General William Howe's flagship, the HMS Eagle. Okay, this is important to understand as well, okay? This is the flagship, the HMS, Her Majesty's ship, the Eagle, Eagle flagship. This is the queen's ship or the king's ship. And so they failed to do it at first, but eventually blew the ship up. How effing mind-blowing. If you're out there going, well, you know, I'm still not convinced about this Q thing, then this is just such a random game of coincidence and um, just happenstance that it's absolutely positively mind-blowing. I don't even know what to say. There's absolutely no way in hell that this is all a coincidence. Wait, but there's more. There actually is more. So I was talking to David Whitehead today. Uh, Because he's coming on the show tomorrow, right? 
Nope, that's not what I want. Shit. Hold on. Hope you guys aren't looking at that. All right, cool. What to expect in the days leading up to Queen Elizabeth II's funeral? Okay. David Whitehead and I were talking, and he's like, dude, this is the most ritualistic family on the planet. They do everything by the stars and with significance. Okay? So the question comes, the day of Queen Elizabeth II's death is referred to as D-Day or D plus zero. Where have you heard that before? In the government plan for aftermath of her passing, because the announcement of her death came so late on Thursday, however, around 6.30 p.m. local time, <clears throat> the schedule was shifted, so D-Day will be pushed to Friday. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, we're going to continue on this here because this is important. But I want people to see this perspective here. This is the most ritualistic family on the planet, and they just delayed the Queen's funeral by a day. Why? Why? Now, it could be that, you know, we're talking about a Venetian cult, right? The cult of Venus. That's who these people truly are. It's a cult of Venus. But you also got to remember the derivation in occultism from a lot of these words. The words like, potentially, uh, monarchy. Monarchy, the word mono, derives from moon, one, soul, the reflective light, the reflective emotional light. All right? So... They also dictate by the moon. Now, what's interesting is if we look at lunar cycles and we look at what's happening here. Today is Thursday, right? The first, or sorry, no, today is the 8th, sorry. Today is the 8th. Now, they moved D1 to when? Well, guess what? They moved it till tomorrow or D0 till tomorrow. Why is that important? Saturday, D1 is a what? Saturday, D1 is a full moon. So important significance there in the sense of how these people operate. They want to be as close to a full moon as possible on the start of the ceremonies. Scorpio Queen, your messages are posting. Um, I typically just, I, I have a hard time looking down when I'm looking up. So um, if you are posting something and I'm not seeing it, I'm sorry. I'll try to get to it. So we, we have the ritualistic aspect of this. Now, what's interesting is, does anybody remember? Firstly, it's 10 days, isn't it? 10 days. Why does that sound so familiar? Does anybody remember 10 days and what 10 days represents? Remember cue boards in 10 days? Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I, I'm just kind of like winging this now. I mean, I, I kind of looked into this a little bit earlier, and I didn't really find anything. But let's, let's just go on here. Be alert. Next 10 days, false flags may be carried out in an attempt to change narrative, negative optics. High possibility of multi-day coverage event forcing pause on news. See something, say something. Okay. Then we go to 1433. Uh, or, sorry, 370, clock started, 10 days. 
97. This one I think is most important. Game theory. Define why is this relevant? Moves and counter moves. Who is the enemy? False flag. Shooter identification. Shooter history. Shooter background. Shooter family. MS-13. Define hostage. Define leverage. MS-13. Shooter family hostage. Forced narrative. Race background. Why is this relevant? Flynn. What is Flynn's background? What is his rank? What is he involved in intel ops? Is access a special privilege? Why is this relevant? Setup. Who wins? Who becomes exposed? Disinformation exists and is necessary. 10 days. Darn Kess. Misspellings matter. War, good versus evil. Roadmap is the big picture here. Review what is happening. Clarified crumbs not only on poll, the silent ones. Others mind, ma- monitoring instructions. Snow White, that's Queen. And Godfather 3. So we have variations of 10 days. But we also have D5, which is obviously D5 is significant here in the Queen's perspective. That would be Tuesday, right? So this next Tuesday, which I believe in their days is going to be, and our day will be Monday, the 12th, but that's their Tuesday. They're a day ahead of us, or they're 12 hours ahead of us. So Queen Elizabeth, call, or so uh, there will be a ceremonial procession held through London, after which the Queen will lie in a state of Westminster Hall for four days. After the coffin's arrival, the Archbishop of Canterbury will conduct a short service. Senior royals are expected to make their own tributes at the Queen's lying in state at some stages, standing guard around her coffin. That's on D5. Um, this happens for a few days. The day for everybody's procession is D6. D7 through 9, the world leaders are expected to arrive. And so could you see Joe Biden in England next weekend? Donald Trump in England next weekend. Imagine that if Donald Trump and Joe Biden are in England next weekend. Could we have potentially maybe uh, the potential for a false flag in the next 10 days when all world leaders are going to be in England? I'm just saying state funeral, right? There you go again, state funeral. Let's put that in. Oh, my God. Well, that's interesting. So we have uh, excellent finding on they thought it meant December 5th state funeral, NSA, D5 state funeral. Isn't that interesting? So you actually have state funeral. Look look right here. 2549. What are the odds? Mathematical probability. And he's going George Herbert Walker Bush, but don't worry about names. Passes away, and the state funeral date is on D5. Isn't that interesting? That George Herbert Walker Bush passed away and his funeral was on D5 and the Queen's passing away, right? And her obviously has a D5 as well. I don't know. That's just kind of interesting. But anyways, guys, this is getting absolutely crazy Right? What interviews and investigations were wiped clean, postponed, given to... Oh, yeah. So this is also an aspect that we want to look at as well. Um, what happens when news about them is about to break? Okay? What happens when news about them is about to break? Something in the world happens and the global narrative shifts and changes. The queen's death and procession and then the coronation of the king is going to be on the news for the next 30 days. At the same time, Donald Trump, right, special master, fighting back, is fighting back against the deep state. Potentially, when Donald Trump 
And the Patriots and people are about to release massive amounts of information against the deep state. All of a sudden, the queen dies. And I guess I was on a DEFCON 5 today, and someone was saying that uh, Joe Biden's daughter like, was like, came out on Twitter and said something about Joe Biden's been dead for four years. And uh, rumor is, is that he's been dead for four days. Is that, I don't know, potentially. And we're dealing with basically a, a, a puppet. I don't, I don't know. I, that stuff for me is kind of hard to believe unless I have proof or validation of a little bit of evidence more. Um, so Don Maga asks, how does the finance of Royal family change with her death? Does this change outlook? Uh, well, they will print new currency. So they will go out there and, uh, Prince uh, King Charles will now be basically thrown onto the currency. I don't know how that affects that. There's also a question about, uh, Liz, Liz Huff, who is the new prime minister is if she's actually legally the prime minister, because she never met with the queen prior to her appointment. There's some are saying that she did, some are saying that she didn't because the queen has actually been dead for a few days. And I think that's probably the truth is the queen has been dead for a few days and that basically they kept her on ice because um, waiting for the full moon. Okay, anyways, this is just mind-boggling to think of all this stuff and how it's happening, right? So let me go here. I want to check out a few of the streams, see how everything's doing. We're doing good. We're doing good. All right, cool. All right. You know, we got we got like 600 people on Rumble, guys. You see that little plus button underneath on Rumble? See that little plus button? It's free to hit. Just hit that. Hit that. That helps us out a lot, guys. And if you're not subscribed, please definitely do subscribe. Um, and if you haven't checked us out yet, redpills.tv. Check us out over there. Okay. So, what is, the, what is the scenario that we're looking at right now? Well, King Charles is going to come in. Donald Trump posted two different posts, one pertaining to saying goodbye to Queen Elizabeth and then the ushering-ing of King uh, Charles. Now, I thought this was significant because this drives me back directly to that first Q post that I had showed you, 4281, right? When do you attack the king at the beginning of the game? Do you attack and remove the queen? Queen mid to end, okay? Now, in perspective, when we're looking at the deep state and these types of things, at least here in the United States, Barack Obama would be known as that king, okay, in, in that reference. Um, king Charles, by the way, King Charles, incredibly good friends with Peter Seville. Peter Seville died last year. Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth, good friends with Peter Seville, okay? Um, Jeffrey Epstein, Good friends with them. We know how the royal family is directly tied to pedophilia, human trafficking, um, child sacrifice. We're going to be talking about a lot of that tomorrow on Conversations on the Fringe with uh, David Whitehead, okay? that's If you guys want to hear that conversation, that's tomorrow, all right? And the spawning all, all the various secret societies that derive up out of that, the, the formulation of uh, uh, the, the Rhodes Scholars, of Cecil Rhodes and his uh Creation of the Table of uh, Rome, uh, of uh, of all these various secret societies that derive out of England around the turn of the 20th century, and then the Queen, the Queen's Druidic ceremony, where she's basically uh, initiated as a seer, as the head of the Druidic cult. Um, some of it's evil, 
some of it's just occultism. Some of them, some of it's just esotericism, right? And we look at these things as tools, not necessarily evil. But they, these people definitely use this shit as evil. These people definitely were fucking evil as can be. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. It's going to be a great show. All right. So let me ask you this. If you were the globalist, the cabal, the deep state, you just attacked Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago, raiding him unethically, illegally, going in there looking for documents that were now finding out that the documents that they were looking for are deep state documents. All right, Devin Nunes came out earlier. All right, and by the way, we're moving into D-class. Remember, D5 is D-class. And so could the day five of the Queen's uh, funeral actually be the day D-class actually happens? Holy shit, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? That would be a massive Q-proof. Okay, so this is from uh, uh, BioClandestine. Um, he's had some really good digs lately. Um, I sent him a few emails. We'll see if he gets back. But there's a few little things that he needs to go down on rabbit holes on, I think. But anyways, huge revelation pertaining to the content of the document seized by the FBI from Mar-a-Lago. Trump made some comments to Newsmax, and now Devin Nunes says he thinks the documents are about Russiagate. So the documents that we know that the FBI was looking at, Russiagate, Spygate, Uranium One, and Iran. Iran, about Barack Obama's Iran deal, okay? These are the potentially the documents that Donald Trump had. Now, this is interesting because Donald Trump went in. When Donald Trump became president, when Donald Trump became president, he grabbed these documents through executive privilege, declassified them. This is why when the FBI went in there and they're saying, no, they're classified documents. No, 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 no. Donald Trump had already declassified them through executive privilege and through the Presidential Records Act. Okay. So these documents were already public, but nobody would release them because they're too sensitive to the FBI, to the Obama administration, so on and so forth. And Donald Trump had them. So Donald Trump is most likely going to release these documents very, very soon. And I don't think the FBI got them. I think the FBI got the blank folders. Okay, remember that. So remember, Donald Trump set the FBI up going into Mar-a-Lago. They know this. Which means that after they raided and they didn't find anything, they plan as much evidence as they want. Now they understand that Donald Trump had declassified them. Ah, shit, we didn't get the documents back. He still got them. Now he's going to release them, which shows the complicity, the treason, sedition, the crimes, the corruption of the FBI, of the Obama administration, the Biden administration, and everybody associated with it. Which means that that's bad for them and the media narrative begins to shift away from Donald Trump as a criminal, but instead towards the current administration as a, uh, the FBI is a political uh, operative of the political administration, the Biden administration, and nothing more than a branch and extension of the Obama administration, okay? So how do you switch and change that narrative? We got a state funeral. The queen is dead. Oh, no, the queen is dead. 30 days of media coverage. Oh, no, look at Prince Henry. Prince Philip, they're crying. Oh, look at King Charles. He looks so good during his coronation. Oh, this is this is so exciting. I guarantee you American media people are going to be like, this is so exciting. We're getting a new king. You fucking idiot. It's just absolutely absurd to think that I don't care how good of friends we are with England. I love the English people. I love Scotland, Ireland. I love the English people, okay? The monarchy are war fucking criminals. Just like the, the United States government. War criminals. Okay, Joe Biden, war criminal. I would even go to the fact that Donald Trump's a war criminal. 
He did drone strikes that killed a lot of innocent people. Hey, I'm not cool with that. But all in the name of good. You know, if a hundred children have to have to die to save a hundred thousand Americans, then that should be a good cause. No, it's not. No, no. We 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 should do it another way. <laughs> because people shouldn't have to die to save other people. Anyways, enough with that. She was the killer queen bee. That's right. So, but what else do we have coming? Well, we just talked to Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have global financial collapse. We have Ukraine's top military leader saying, I would not rule out a nuclear war with Russia. Okay? Quite literally, Ukraine's top military leader. I would not rule out a nuclear war with Russia. Well, why is that? Because the deep state is fucking pissed. The deep state is pissed. The the cabal is pissed. Because what happened is we sold Russia, United States uranium from 2007 to 2011. Hillary Clinton Foundation, the Clinton Foundation got massive kickbacks from Vladimir Putin's company and multiple oligarchs in Russia for that uranium. Now, the deal through the Barack Obama administration was that a uranium goes to Iran and then Barack Obama will give them $150 billion in cash for them to go out there and build their fucking missiles. Okay? Well, Russia skimmed off the top, took some of that uranium and took it into Ukraine when they were friends with them in 2011, put it under Chernobyl, put them under the nuke plants and started a nuclear weapons factory building new nuclear weapons, highly upgraded because they weren't supposed to do it because of all the nuclear proliferation treaties happening throughout the world. Now, this is what Hillary Clinton called Vladimir Putin out in 2016. You're making nuclear weapons. And Vladimir Putin said, who gives a shit? What are you going to do? And Hillary Clinton said, I'm going to put nu- uh, you know, nuclear defense shields up in Turkey and Ukraine. And he said, we'll go to nuclear war then, right? Because Vladimir and Hillary both knew what had happened. What had happened is Vladimir Putin was building nuclear weapons in Ukraine under Chernobyl and nuke plants. This is at the same time that we, uh, sorry, Russia took over Ukraine basically from U.S. control. Remember, we went into the biolabs, Black and Vish, Metabiota, 2008, and started revamping them. Yeah, we were doing a little bit more than revamping them there. Anyways, 2014, the deep state comes in, Samantha Powers and all these people, they form a coup, John Brennan, Eric Sikmarella, they form a coup in Ukraine, the Maiden Massacre, they take over power, they kick Russia to the curb, and they take over these nuclear weapon manufacturing facilities with U.S. uranium already in there, as well as the bioweapons labs that were there, the 28 of them, and the cabal now has a place to basically build its arsenal. Not only that, this is their money laundering scheme. This is their their revenue stream for human trafficking, drug trafficking, all this. This is the center hub. This is the capital of the cabal in the world. And this was also the main place for their weapons manufacturing. If you remember during the 2020 election, after the election occurred, there was massive rumors that there were tactical nukes strategically placed around the United States of America, and there were certain planes out there looking for these nukes. Where did they get those nukes? This is where they got those nukes. This is where they built those fucking nukes, was in Ukraine with U.S. uranium sold to Russia, meant for Iran, that Russia went and built. So when Russia goes into Ukraine back in February of 2022, What is the first two things they did? They took over and controlled every single one of the 28 biolabs in Ukraine, including all of the nuclear power plants, including Chernobyl. Why? 
Why are those nuclear power plants so well control their energy? They had tons of other aspects of energy. They were one of the largest freaking oil producers in the world. It was about the nuclear weapon facilities, the special weapons projects that were ongoing underneath those facilities. And this is why the United Nations and NATO right now are hounding Russia. Ukraine is bombing the hell out of these nuclear facilities on the outer perimeter, causing damage on the outer perimeter with U.S. munitions. While Russia is occupying on the inside, the IAEA is trying to get inside there to look in there. They go in there. They say, Russia, you need to leave. And Russia's like, fuck you. I'm not leaving. The reason is, is because the deep state, the cabal, they want their weapons program back. They're pissed. Here's the thing is, I think, I think that whatever the, the globalist endgame was, if you remember the Suez Canal, the Evergrande, the, the ship that got stuck in there, and we heard about the special military operation. It, and look, when I heard about the special military operation that occurred in the Suez Canal, this wasn't like through back channels. This was on freaking national news in the country of Turkey. Their reporters talked about how Turkey, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and Israel, in a combined effort with special forces teams, went on board that ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal and basically took out these special weapons that the globalists had spent 30 years and billions of dollars developing, which increased carbon dioxide in the atmosphere almost instantaneously because of the electromagnetic exposure through 5G and a special chemical they had developed. And I was like, that was literally on just like the mainstream news in Turkey, okay? So they have an end game. They have certain plans. They were going to increase global warming by the release of these various different weapons in the Middle East, right? Third world nation's best place to do it. Um, you don't believe that these types of things exist? How about this? China right now is in the worst drought in recorded history. The United States is in the worst drought that it's seen in over 12... Whoop. I'm back. Recording. Recording stopped. That damn Zoom. <laughs> the United States is in the worst damn drought it's ever seen in 1,200 years. Okay? Now, to tip this off, if you've ever heard me talk about weather manipulation, one thing I tell you is that the United that the, the weather patterns, they operate through solar cycles. Okay? They operate through solar cycles, and they're dependent upon the ionosphere and the manipulation of the ionosphere. Now, the ionosphere typically has variations of electrical potentiality depending where the storms are at, but it's directly balanced. Now, the balancing aspect is this homeostasis that Earth does. Okay? So, what I want you to imagine is if you have weather manipulation on one side of the planet, in one little geographical area, you have to have compensation for that. How do I know that weather manipulation is happening right now in the world? We have the worst drought in Europe, China, and the United States, okay? Well, let me ask you this. If we have a drought there, then where's all that excess water that's supposed to be going there? That should be getting dumped somewhere. Just a few weeks ago in the United States of America in, what, the, 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 the north-southern region... We had some of the most massive floods that we've seen in a very, very long time. Right now, India and Pakistan are almost underwater, killing all of their crops because of massive flooding, the worst flooding that they've seen in decades and centuries. Weather manipulation. That's right. India and Pakistan. Weather manipulation. Okay. So this is a war, clandestine war, that's happening in the backdrop and is starting to get kinetic out on the front. Okay, so we know that the globalists have an endgame. It's my theory 
my theory, complete speculation off of everything I know, that whatever that end game was, if there's a secret weapon, if there's a weapon they're going to use, whether it was nuclear or whatever, had to do with whatever's in those facilities in Ukraine. And that's why they're willing to go over to nuclear war with Russia to get back power and control over Ukraine. Makes sense, doesn't it? So we have a lot of potential things that could, that could happen here very, very shortly. Oh, as well, no hurricanes. No hurricanes. Where did the energy go for all the hurricanes? It's going into the weather manipulation of the droughts. I'm spilling water on myself. That's how parched I am. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to talk that fast. All right. It looks like we got some new subscribers out there. Cool. Hey, what's up, guys? How we doing? I hope everybody's doing well. Game of chess. That's right. That's what we're talking about here. Game of chess. All right. I want you guys to listen to this because this is where we are heading in basically every single state in the United States of America. Listen to this and what this has to say. This is January 2023 in Illinois. This is what's coming. Listen to this. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed and all we can do is give them a ticket. You have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. This is a massive threat to the residents of Orland Park, Cook County, and Illinois. So that was the mayor of uh, Oral Park there in Illinois blowing the whistle on these new regulatory policy changes that are occurring in the state of Illinois with their woke freaking George Soros attorney generals and governors. Okay. That basically violent criminals are no longer going to be held in jail. No more cash bails. Where else have we seen it? Do you remember when some guy came out there and said, look, we're going we're gonna to see a firestorm event. And uh, November 2020, this guy out there, he was saying, look, we're going to see a firestorm event begin to unfold. What's a firestorm event? You're going to have social and cultural destabilization. What's going to happen is they're going to reduce the police force. They're going to fire police officers, get them out of the major cities. After they fire those police officers, they're going to reduce massively the budget. Then you're going to have these George Soros-appointed attorney generals come in and begin releasing prisoners out of jail and throwing them into the streets, even violent criminals. Then you're going to have the governors out there, and they're going to basically reduce sentences for violent criminals and these criminals are going to over flood into these liberal cities and then flow out into the conservative rural neighborhoods and they're going to start increasing in crime violent crimes are going to massively increase i said that I said that over two years ago it's happening now did you know that they have an ms-13 problem in new york city that's not being reported yeah um Machete attacks are up 48%. 
Yeah. Death by machete, by being chopped up by MS-13, is up 48% in New York City. Hmm. I don't know. Just seems a little bit more of a concern than some country across the, across the sea that, uh, you know, has... They're, they're not even a third world country. They're a first world country. And we've already gave them $85 billion. Western Europe is now facing total financial collapse. Experts and analysts, analysis, analysts urgently sound the alarm. I can't speak today. I'm sorry. Uh, this is from uh, Natural News, but it, it's 100% completely valid. Um, right now, we have a massive energy and food crisis and farmer crisis in Europe. Now, all the farmers from the Netherlands, the Germany, the Italy, the England have been protesting massively because what happened is, is the government, the EU out there came out and limited the amount of nitrogen um, supplementation into the farms from the from the from the, the like carbon dioxide aggregation nitrogen aggregation basically they had to limit the amount of nitrogen that could be released by the crops which is just fucked up it doesn't make sense and so this is what the farmers were all protesting because they would have to basically radically reduce the amount of crops and kill off half of the crops that they already had this is why we have a famine coming is because it is being 100% manufactured by policy and directive the globalists are in full control and full swing, okay? And if they can't take over the United States, if they can't take over Europe, they, or they can't take over Russia, they can't take over China, they're going to take over Europe. And they already have. I mean, they, they own Europe. They own Europe. Don Maga, Don Maga says, Josh, did you see that they're controlling thermostats? Yeah, you remember smart meters that they're installing all throughout Colorado right now? They're going into your they're going into your property and they're replacing those old analog meters with smart meters. Now what happens is those smart meters actually do kind of like a scan detection and they pick up any smart devices in your house and they automatically log them into the smart meter and they can control the power input and output. They can turn those things off just like what they did with those thermostats in those people's houses where they locked the people out because of an energy emergency. One thing that I will just tell you right now. If you got a smart thermostat, if you got a smart refrigerator, turn off the Wi-Fi. Just go into network settings and shut it down. <laughs> it's that easy. Just shut it down. Or just take the batteries out, right? Go in there and just... <laughs> right? Hey, why isn't your refrigerator connected to the smart grid? Oh, shit, man, it's broken. Well, you need to get it fixed. Are you going to pay for it? Ah, there we go. <laughs> so... Dave Dubine featured on the Situation Report on uh, the Health Rangers podcast. Um, talked about the systematic failures, balance, and exposure of energy markets and the desire of Western European governments to keep printing money that try to address the devastating energy scarcity that is now irreversible. We are hearing multiple different countries, um, leaders, heads of state, all talking about a famine that could last two to five years coming very very shortly. We just heard Dr. Kirk Elliott talking about it last night. I went over 33 items that show that this is happening, exactly happening right now. Uh, I think it was from the shift plan, the SHFT. Um, I can find it real quick, and I don't need to read them all again, but it's happening. I want to find it again. 33. There it is. No, that's not it. Oh, I'm not going to be able to find it. But anyways, I'm usually prepared. 
<laughs> Tonight's our uh, after dark chat, so I'm kind of just like a little jittery. I'm probably going to have another cup of coffee. Um, Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen. Now, this is the Secretary of Treasury. She says the Biden's Inflation Reduction Act will rid us of oil and gas. Oh, it's going to go ahead and get rid of oil and gas. Listen to this. Listen to this bitch. Our plan powered by the Inflation Reduction Act represents the largest investment in fighting climate change in our country's history. And it will put us well on our way toward a future where we depend on the wind, the sun, and other clean sources of energy. We will rid ourselves from our current dependence on fossil fuels. What an evil little bitch. Like, like wind and sun and other energy listen you need about a 10-year transitional period to move off of house fossil fuels okay tesla cars tesla cars the batteries in tesla cars the batteries okay Fifteen thousand gallons of diesel fuel has to be expended in one of the largest tractors in the world to produce the amount of lithium and cobalt that goes into one Tesla vehicle. Okay? Tesla cars go out there and they hook up to these random pumps that are all over the place that are going to give them electric power. That are hooked directly up to coal and gas burning electric power plants. Okay? You have to build an infrastructure out slowly and make the transition slowly you can't just shove it down people's fucking throat and that's what they're doing and they're doing it because at the same time they want to transition the whole economic system we are in the midst of the great reset people we are in the midst of the great reset and that's the truth in the matter here if you go read klaus schwab's fourth industrial revolution you'll understand like why conspiracy theories and psyops like Nasara Jassara came out that talk about global basic income and redistribution of wealth, which is nothing more than a guise for communism. Okay? The reason that stuff comes out is because they want to condition you for what the world is going to be tomorrow. That you will own nothing. That you will like it. That you will get a GBI from your from your government, that that GBI will be on a blockchain digital currency and everything that you do will be completely restricted, tracked, traced, and limited. As in, if you go to the grocery store and you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to do a ribeye tonight, eh? And you go buy a ribeye and you go to check out by walking out of the store because you're chipped with your, uh, your digital wallet, it's going to go, eh, and the security guard is going to come up and detain you and take that ribeye away and says, oh, sir, you're over your meat budget for this week. You can't have the ribeye. But, dude, I got plenty of money in my account. Not anymore. You've been fined. 500 digital currencies. Right? So, this is where we're headed. This is what they want. This is why, like, these democratic socialists are all out there. Like, man, I can't wait. For the world where I can just, like, expand my creativity and, like, live in my little 
400 square foot box and ride my my bike to the park every day and draw and think about political violence with my my cool group of friends called Antifa and receive nothing but money from the government because you know I deserve that uh, you know for all those years I went to school studying gender studies in the sense of non-biological reproductive science of how you know your genes can change miraculously just because you decide that they do Please don't clip that. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Oh, here we go. Listen. In 1977, a company by the name of Serol Pharmaceuticals went to the FDA for approval of a chemical known as aspartame. They got immediately denied because... The studies the FDA concluded came about and showed conclusively that this chemical causes fucking cancer and heart problems. Okay? Well, Sarah Pharmaceutical CEO was a guy by the name of Donald Rumsfeld. And in 1982, when Ronald Reagan, George Herbert Walker Bush came in, Donald Rumsfeld came in as the Department of the Secretary of Defense. In 1983, Sarah Pharmaceuticals got approved to use aspartame as an artificial sweetener. So we've known since then. About this. Here we go. Experts now say artificial sweeteners may be linked to heart attacks as heart attacks are ramping up within the world. Why? I wonder why. I wonder why heart attacks are ramping up in the world. Heart attacks are ramping up in the world because they all got freaking triple jabbed by the death shot. That's why. The shot heard around the world. And so what they're trying to do is they're trying to pull in everything from the external environment that basically could potentially have devastating effects on your heart or strokes or blood clots and blame all these heart attacks, blood strokes, and blood clots on exactly that. Now they're blaming artificial sweeteners, which we've already known that artificial sweeteners do. But you know what? Here's the thing is I actually uh, – I, I texted uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits about this earlier because she's the only professional I know that like has the uh, the mental capacity and intelligence to the the figure this out. Check this article out. I want everybody to check this out. Scientists find COVID nineteen antibodies that can make boosters unnecessary. Now, don't worry about what they're saying about fucking boosters for a second here. Researchers at Tel Aviv University found two antibodies that neutralize all known strains of COVID nineteen with up to ninety five percent efficiency. Okay. These are two naturally producing antibodies in your body that neutralize COVID-19. Okay. The question you have to ask is, how do they neutralize the virus? Listen to this. In the study, we showed that various antibodies that are formed in response to infection with the original virus are directed against different sites of the virus. The most effective antibodies were those that bound to the virus's spike protein in the same place where the spike protein binds to the cellular receptor ACE2. In the current study, we proved that the two antibodies named Tau-1109 and Tau-2310 that bind to viral spike protein in a different area from the region where most antibodies were concentrated until now they were less effective in neutralizing the original strain are actually very effective in neutralizing the Delta and Omicron variant. And the reason they are effective is because they neutralize the toxic spike protein. Okay? Understand this. These two antibodies naturally produced by your body neutralize the neutralize and attack 
the toxic spike protein. So I emailed or texted Dr. Judy Mikevitz, and I asked her, I said, is this possible that these antibodies could be created into a treatment for vaccinated people? Think about it. Is it possible that these antibodies could be created into a treatment for vaccinated people? Because what they have is acute toxicity of spike protein. The spike protein is going through their body and wreaking havoc. If these two antibodies go in there and neutralize a spike protein and then allow the immune system to attack it and remove it from the body, that means that this could be a massive offensive push against the vaccine that basically makes people spike protein producing factories. And so if that turns out to be true, just know I'm the one that kind of put it out there. Okay. (laughs) I don't want credit for it, but I I hope that it really does. I hope that it really truly does help people and that that can actually happen like that. Because this is what we're seeing on the other side. 1,249 athletic cardiac arrests or serious issues with 847 dead post-COVID injections. November 2001, Hollywood LA News reported that Italian soccer player Vittoria Campo passed away two months after her brother Alessandro. She died of cardiac arrest after being rushed through the hospital emergency room. Her 25-year-old brother had been found dead two months earlier after he had gone to take a nap. The autopsy determined his death would be cardiac arrest. Well, that's not a coincidence. Um... (laughs) This is just unbelievable. I can't believe that this is happening in the world and people are just so fucking oblivious to it. The so-called health professionals running the COVID vaccine programs around the world keep repeating the COVID vaccine are safe and effective. In response to their pronouncement, good sciencing is maintaining a non-exhaustive, continuously growing list of mainly young adults who have had major medical issues in 2021 and 22 after receiving one or more doses of COVID-19. And so this is the original article right here. Here is the athletic collapses in deaths, 2021 to 2022. These are the numbers that we're seeing. And you see the eye of the storm, the dip, and now we're coming back up. And there's all the names. You can go through them all right there. So sad. Um, I think that's, that's, that's about it. I don't really have anything else. Um, we only got 10 minutes left anyway. Okay, cool. So... Interesting show. We talked about a lot of things, but you know what? I, I just wanted to, I'm, I'm going to put this out there that, 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 uh, those two antibodies that we talked about, I'm going to put that out there that every single professional doctor person I know, I got it out to Dr. Judy Mikovits. I got another personal friend who is, um, well, person's incredibly intelligent, Harvard Medical School, um, worked for pharmaceutical companies and, I'm going to bring that to her as well and see what she says. And then I'm going to send it to Malone and McCullough and all those guys as well. Because who knows? If we can save people, if we can save lives with that, then, then let's do it, right? Then let's do it. Let's save lives. Um, don't forget tonight, in one hour from now, we have the, the, the After Dark Chat Q&A. That's with myself, so I'll be on there for about an hour. Um, you can get to that. If you're interested in getting to that, go to socialredpill.com. Just that's the, that's it. You can put it in your browser, your phone, socialredpill.com. Sign up for free. If you can support us, support us with a subscription. That's awesome. It's much appreciated. Um, and we'll be doing that tonight. Tomorrow, don't forget David Whitehead and myself, occult history of Britain and the royal families. 
Tomorrow, we'll be talking a lot about Queen Elizabeth and everything like that on Conversations to the Fringe, 7.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we had a great audience tonight. Look, man, Rumble, you guys were absolutely awesome. Uh, Pilled, absolutely awesome. We had a little over 200 people there on Pilled. Um, Facebook, killing it. Absolutely killing it these days. Thank you for all the gifts. We got the shades from Vader. We got Nate Henley with a can. Uh, we got a few other gifts out there as well. D Live, thank you for all the gifts out there. Uh, Rumble, I don't know if I saw any come in from there, but much appreciated for everybody who has donated. You guys are absolutely awesome. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. We're going to see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, tomorrow, Dark Delight Show in the morning. Uh, we'll be recapping on the Queen's death, talking about a few different things there. Um, and don't forget, if you're just new here and you're trying to get subscribed, redpills.tv. Go on over there. You can subscribe. Um, and there's tons of ways to sponsor us and, and support us over there as well. Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Take care. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Good night.